Right. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Welcome back to uh, We Miss Sports. Happy Thanksgiving. You know, I always laugh when I look at the name of this pod. It sucks. It's so it's a, timely. Yeah, you know? I know. For anyone who doesn't know, we, we originally started this pod during COVID. Yeah. There were no sports. No. So, so we missed them. Which, looking back on it now, how weird of a time was that? Nothing Crazy on TV. Weird. Well, dude, um, now that you bring up the whole COVID thing, one, is a new variant. But I'm not going to talk about it. We're not, not going to talk about it. Two, um... We'll talk about this more later, but I'm really deep into this this whole F1 thing. Mm. And season three of the documentary series is like COVID time. So it's like a behind the scenes of like basically as if like the day that like the NBA went down, mm-hmm. all the all the drivers are like, well, the NBA just canceled. Why the fuck are we here? Yeah. <laughs> they, they have to shelve all their cars or whatever. But um, but um, I guess. Any- oh, go, go ahead. Man. Anyways, we got, a, we got a pretty good episode, I think. I think so. There's going to be, um, per usual, a little bit of sports, a little bit of business, a little bit of sports business. Some, some uninformed. Although today we did do some more research than we normally did. We're taking we're we're taking the criticism and and we're we're getting better. Yep, yep. No more half shoddy takes. But um, I guess to to start us off, Noah, um, I, I don't know how much NBA basketball you've necessarily been watching this season, but um, I don't think it'll happen. In my on, in my humble opinion, I think they'll be okay. But the Houston Rockets are on pace to finish the season as a bad team historically. Um, in the conversation of many bad teams that have ever existed. Um, what, are, what, are, what are they on pace for? So I think they were, right now they're 3-16. and 16, So that's 19 games in the season, if you strap. Like, they should win about 12 or 13 games. Which and, what's, and what's the worst record of all time? Is it like nine wins? I think it's nine wins? nine wins for the 72-73 Sixers. And I want to say the Bobcats the won Bobcats. like 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was like... Recent, and then okay. the 76ers were also ungodly bad. When the they, the when process, the whole, the whole yeah, process thing. Um, and I, I just I feel like this team, the Rockets, might be the most exciting of. I mean, they still play semi bad basketball, but they're at least it's the, bad basketball. Yeah, not semi bad. No, it's, bad. it's certainly bad basketball, but they're at least like you know why they're bad. I feel like the other two teams, like um, I guess the the ones that we've described, I couldn't tell you why the 72, 73 Sixers were bad, but the um. The Sixers just had, like, a modge podge of, like, intentionally bad people on purpose. Um, and then the Bobcats, I don't know why they were bad. Are the Rockets, you think they're, are they, you think they're being bad on purpose? Um, I don't think they intended to be bad. I mean, I, I think they're, they've got a young group and they know they have a young group. And I think that ultimately it's tough to win with a very young group like that. Yeah. Um, you know, they're certainly much worse than the Thunder, who are arguably in a similar position. Well, John Wall wants to come back. I think he's bored. He, <laughs> either that, I mean, he's got to be just bored, right? Because he's still making money. No, I think he's bored. He's, I mean, he's, he's literally getting paid to sit around and do nothing. He, and he's like, I want, I want, I want, I he, want to feel something. He probably participates in practice to an extent. Um, he's probably, I imagine his teammates like him and he likes them. And I think he's looking at the record and maybe he doesn't want to be a part of a historically bad team. You know, well, you know what I think he wants? He wants to remind people of, of how good he is and be like, okay, they're 3-16. and 16. They've showed that they're bad. They've showed sustained badness mm-hmm. on the court. I'm going to come back, and we're going to be, you know, maybe we'll be like, I mean, not, not, a, not, a 50, uh, not a 500 team with him, but maybe they'll win like 40% of the games with him. I think that's what he wants to prove. No, I mean, t- I mean, I imagine one. Those are the exact type of conversations I'm sure John and his agents or circle have had. But two, I mean, if they if they go ahead and win 
If they finish the season with 30, let's say John comes back and they finish the season with 30 wins, they will still That's be on bad. the bottom of the conference, but I think that helps his case. It does. Um, and I don't know how many years are left on his contract or anything like that, but I imagine it'll be a bit before he, he's on a different team. Right. Um, but on the topic of, of people um, not playing basketball mm-hmm. who are under contract, yep. um, Ben Simmons is having a much, much different experience. And, you know, I want to preface this by saying we did do research, and <laughs> it's not just a, a, a like grab, but a, according to several sources, Ben Simmons is broke. And just, I guess, to clarify that for the, the comment warriors who will have something to say, his cash flow is in the negatives in an unsustainable manner. Um, not like when Jeannie called me and she said broke is a mindset. This one is more numerical where he, I imagine his team of people who are paid to look at those numbers are like, Ben, this is unsustainable. Because factually, he is not broke. He has two homes, both worth $17 million. Mm-hmm. He's got, he buys a different car every month, each for like four to 500000 So if he sold all his things... He would not be broke. But in terms of cash in his pocket, mm. if he continues to get fined like this, it'll end up being like $20 million for the year. And like he is just straight up losing money right now because he's made $90 million of his $177 million contract. And apparently he's just like spent the lion's share of, of that money. I mean, my best guess, um, you know, about... Ben, and I think this is kind of what some people have said too, is I just imagine that he's not getting the best advice. I just don't think that his, not that I know the guy, but I would imagine his maturity levels are a little shaky um, with things he's like a, this. He's a 25-year-old guy making making $26 million a year, or if not more. I think it's $36 million yeah. a year. Can, I mean, can, can you really blame him? And I think... I. I Go ahead. We, we talked about this before, but the fines are actually ridiculous. The fact that they're fining him $360,000 a game still blows my mind. Highway robbery. How do they get away with it? It's a team fine or whatever, but I mean... The f- I, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. If I was in Ben Simmons' camp, I'd be, I'd be banging on the door of Adam Silver. Yeah. I'd be like, how can... Stop we, this madness stop, now. Stop this madness, please. <laughs> please. Um, we will go on the court. <laughs> it's, it's a bloodbath. Um, um, but one, one thing about that, and I, I obviously, I'm not... Um, superstitious um but i am a little, a, stitious. a little stitious i'm a little stitious and um i think ben is on the kardashian curse watch list um i think he, he's just one victim of many on their their list of people so you got odom um so you know married to chloe in 2009 all seemed well a few years later things went poorly um let's see other athletes tristan thompson look where he is look, if, Self-explainable. Which, which, those are just the athletes. Which, but Ben, which one was he with? Ben was with, I think was uh, Court- Kendall Jenner. Kendall Jenner. Yeah. Okay. Who also I think is with uh, now she's Booker. With Booker. Yep. There's so. Chris Humphreys, who was the OG, only married for Kim. seventy days. Yep. Um, tough to do. Reggie Bush was Love with Kim Reggie. as well. I think now he's a pundit though. He's on TV. No, Reggie's doing well. Yeah, and Reg- he, uh, he he bounced back. They dropped all the uh, the college stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So he he's gonna get reinstated or whatever, right? I don't know if he's getting his Heisman reinstated. Oh, but well, that's shame on them. There's Harden, who I don't even know who he dated. Chloe, um, I, didn't I, know I about guess Harden. yeah, I guess he briefly dated Chloe in 2015, and according to James, it was the worst year of his life. Dude, these guys love athletes, except now the real curveball. Not to interwork some 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 pop culture in this, but dude. 
Pete Davidson? Are you kidding me? Him and <laughs> Pete Davidson? That's bizarre. Is, um, no, I mean, I think that aesthetic of guy is in. Yeah, it's like skinny guy with, with some tattoos. Yeah. And, and mysterious. Maybe, and you're a little funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those, um, those guys are in. Damon Thomas? I didn't know that. I don't know who that is. Yeah, no clue. Um, let's see. Rashad McCants. That's an NBA guy. I didn't know he played him. Booker, but he's doing well. No, Booker, yeah. Dude, um, they're, they're really good. No, you yeah. You see that move CP3 pulled the other night? No, yeah. They oh, were, what he's going to play for a long time, the, I the think. The point god. And then there's, you know, Ray J, that's whatever, Tyga, um, Scott Disick, if you know who that is. You know, for a long time, Kanye. actually, this is probably a, a fault of, of my own, I thought for a long time that Reggie Bush and Ray J were the same person. Mm. Like, I, like I, I didn't know what they looked like. I was yeah. a kid, and I was like... Is is Ray J just a, an alter ego for Reggie Bush? No, well, you know, I'm sure they've they've chit chatted. They've probably been in the same room at some that point. Was Certainly, two different close. folks. There was, they were close. Un- until they entered that same room, a lot of people were probably curious: Are they the same person? Yeah, or not? No. Nope. Um, but either way, uh, I forget where we we started with this. Uh, ben Simmons, ben you know, Simmons. Hope, hoping he figures it out um, for the sake of his pockets. Dude, I mean, he's buying. So he bought two. Homes in Philadelphia for a combined seventeen point five million dollars. It's like, dude, those must be absurd. No, yeah, like that expensive a home in Philadelphia. I mean, that's like, I mean, there are expensive homes in Boston, but dude, so I don't know. You're buying Davis, Anthony Davis bought his house in L.A. and it was like the most expensive in that part of Bel Air. Ten million. Wait, both of the houses he bought are combined? Combined for 17.5. Damn. But for retrospect, in Bel Air, Anthony Davis bought a house. It's gorgeous. It's the biggest house in this Bel Air area. 10 million. So, like, these houses, uh, what's his face is buying? Must be. And he just likes likes shiny things. He's got got an appetite um, for for the wealth. But but, but on. Well, I was gonna say on the topic of um, basketball, this is a Woj bomb. I think we're we're dropping this live, um, real time bomb, uh, Sam bomb here. But Kemba, um, who I'm curious on your take on Kemba. I don't know. Um, I you know I like Kemba. I enjoyed his time as a Celtic. Um, obviously, we we parted ways. But Kemba now currently in Nick, um, Woj bomb. I guess Thibodeau is not only not he's not just benching Kemba. But apparently Kemba is just flat out of the rotation. He's done. He is not within the, I don't know, I think they run like a, a 10 man, maybe an 11 man. He is outside of that. I mean, I'm no, I'm no Kemba fan. Mm. But I'll say that. But seems a little ridiculous. I mean, the Knicks have solid guard play overall between Rose, uh, Quickly. Um, Has Kemba been starting? Kemba has been starting. So the past 20-something games, Kemba and, has been starting. And Rose is the sixth man, I presume. Rose comes off the bench, yeah. But apparently they're benching Kemba specifically for an Alec Burks. He's been in the league for, what, five, six years now? Alec Burks has been, been in the league mid, mid-2010s draft guy, maybe a little bit earlier. Um, definitely a, a 2K staple because he's a guy that you can get for a value add. I mean, dude. 76 I, overall, solid shot. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, uh, I don't watch much, much Knicks basketball, mm. but... Take him out of the rotation? Is he hurt? No, I mean his his averaging eleven points, three assists. Um, he's shooting 40, 42 or so from the field, but forty one from three, which is actually pretty good. But I don't think it justifies the rest of his numbers. So maybe this is what this is what Brad Stevens should have done with him when he was Boston. Take him out of the lineup. 
See how see how things yeah, work. Yeah, see, take that smile off his face. I think, <laughs> I think, I think he's. Rumor has it he's still smiling. Dude, Kemba, he's too, he's too happy for New York. I think though, um, I had, I think it has little to do with his offensive capabilities, but I think um, knowing Thibs and the the type of show he wants to run there, I think there's probably wear and tear concerns as well as defensive concerns. I imagine Kemba just out there cannot guard people. Is not rotating enough defensive liability. Thibs. Try to throw him a bone, not enough. Yeah, but you know, keeping on this uh, this MLB, not MLB, NBA role we're on. Um, LeBron is just like continuing to build his his media or business empire, whatever you want to call it. He's a, he's an animal. He dude, he's that's the thing though. He's so rich, but you can't find anywhere online what he's doing. You'd have to sc- scour like um, you'll see uh, PR, not even PR, just like articles that come out every now and then like so-and-so company uh, raises this amount of money and then like in the bylines you'll yeah. see like back by LeBron we're gonna James. have to like dig in Crunchbase I think is, is what we're gonna have to do no I bet he has a profile in Crunchbase but, just look it up um, and see what, it, what he's dabbled in but the reason I say that is that um, Fenway Sports Group which LeBron is now a partial owner of um, they just finished their acquisition of the, the Pittsburgh Penguins for 900 million dollars which feels cheap to me Hold that thought. I'm just going to say might be the best team name for their sport. Pittsburgh Penguins. Yep. Alliteration. Yep. Checks that box. It's, th- it's hockey. Icy. So it's cold. Penguins. Um, That's about it. You know, but, but I will say, though, Boston Bruins is pretty good. Boston The ho- uh, hockey logos in general, amazing. Because alliteration. Yep. Bear. Cold weather bear. Um. Yep. And it looks, yeah. it's, a, it's a bear. Hockey, you and know, hockey's kind it, of a grizzly sport. It's bears, too, without saying bears. Like, exactly. they, they were Bruins. It could very well be the Boston Bears. Yeah. And that would be terrible. That would be awful. And football, I mean, has like, I think the Jets are cool. Um, but regardless, back to that. So, yeah, they just closed this investment for the Penguins, and now I think they're hungry for more. So, I mean, I mean, what I could find is, so obviously now he's a part owner in the Penguins. Mm-hmm. He's already a part owner in the Red Sox. Yep. He has 2% in Liverpool, mm-hmm. which is worth over $2 billion. Quick math. That's a lot. And then 40 mil. he's obviously, he transformed Blaze Pizza. He gave Blaze a million dollars when they were like very early in 2012. Now they have like over 100 locations. Which, so I've, I've been to Blaze um, just I once. I don't like Blaze. I've been there just once. Um, and I have a few takes. I always have some takes. So one, um, for those of you who don't know, know what Blaze is, it's ultimately like subway for pizza might be the simplest way to do it but they fire cook your pizza um pretty cool i didn't think the pizza was bad i i enjoyed my um it wasn't a pie i don't even think i got it was a pie it was like like a a personal pie yeah um but i will say i was eyeing the desserts and boy did those look good Dude, you have a quite the sweet tooth i want to no 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 I like candy, but I don't eat desserts like oh, that. Oh, but candy is arguably a dessert. And if candy's around, I'll pop <laughs> a few candies. But the desserts at Blaze, they look damn good. But, I mean, I'm sure they're doing super successful. I, I don't know where. That's the only one I've ever seen. But I imagine they plop them in those, like, metro high foot traffic areas. I think wherever there's a Chipotle, mm-hmm. it's safe to say there's a Blaze nearby. Yeah. That's my general rule of thumb. Well, you know, Subway, obviously, they're trying to do a rebrand and whatever, but I do like the idea of I walk in, I see the ingredients, I make my food, I eat it. There's something to that. It's just as if only Subway didn't have this horrible reputation. I mean, Subway's good. I'm, I'm a Subway guy. I can't beat it. But so, um, you know, Subway's fine. But I think when the story of sandwich 
if you, I think there's, you call them sandwich. It, when, when the story of sandwich locations is done and told, Subway um, will have been long surpassed. There is a better sandwich solution waiting in the sands, since we're on alliteration. All right, good. Yeah. Nice. I don't, De, it's, not, it's not D'Angelo's either. Or De Jimmy John's. D'Angelo's is garbage. Jimmy yeah. John's, not bad. But, um, and then LeBron, he has... He has, he's doing this whole tonal thing, and he has the Spring Hill Company. Tonal. I've seen a commercial about tonal. Um, it's like it's not mirror, so it's, but it seems like it's like a it's like a oh. wall mounted thing mm-hmm. that takes you through a workout program specifically tailored to you. And there's no weights because instead of weights, they just like up the tension on the band that like you're. That's like connected to the and wall. And they say you don't do research. They say you don't know what you're talking about. No, I did, did, we did, we're a new pod. No, we're, we're a new we're pod. We're turning over a new leaf. I, I can see the fascination in that. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm not sure how they dictate the amount of people who own homes or small spaces who want to do that. Obviously, Peloton's kind of on their dip down. I think they caught the pandemic hype and now they're back to reality. But I don't imagine the market opportunity for that type of stuff is as, as gigantic as... I mean, and I don't know. Maybe it is, but it doesn't seem like it's as gigantic as I would think it is. How many people? I mean, laziness is always a factor, but I think I'm ultimately a gym guy. But if I had one of those, I think I would use it a lot. But I don't know I think how I, they would get me to buy one. I think I would like it. I mean, it's again, it, it's it's not for us. Yeah, it's for the person who has a Peloton, mm-hmm. who like does all that shit. Maybe has like a very extensive home workout setup. Yeah. Um, that's the thing though. What COVID did to me, I hate public gyms now. Mm. I hate them. I hate being around people when I'm working out. Yeah. Like you feel like you gotta wipe everything down. No, it's not even that. Like you're 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 trying to just I mean, like, nobody wants to like interact with people while they're working out. Yeah. You know, unless you're a weirdo. No, yeah. So like I'll you'll be sitting at like a lat pull down machine and someone's like, Hey man, you mind if I like work in with you? Like, no, I don't care. But like can I just have some, like, alone time yeah. <laughs> at the gym? Like, we're already here. All, you can't wait five. I'm clearly going to be done soon. Yeah. How long could my, my lat pull-down workout yeah. be? I'm like, hey, man, hey man you want to go back and forth with this thing? But um, on the note of doing research, another thing just came to my mind. LeBron is definitely invested in, like, um, a lo- this one big, like, it's similar to body armor, but it's not body armor. I've, like, seen him do ads for it. I don't know what it's called. It's, like, a- some electrolyte drink. <laughs> I don't get all those different the the water uh, industry will always baffle me, the beverage industry will always baffle me, honestly. But you know, well, we are sponsored by LMNT, kind of. They gave us a lovely free package. Oh right, oh first sponsor. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Yeah, we'll um, take it. But one one more thing on this LeBron yeah. thing. What do you think his minimum investment is? Minimum check size. Yeah. It's a good question. I mean, I imagine he doesn't just spray his money around willy nilly. Obviously. Um, but I imagine maybe earlier. Keep in mind, LeBron is old, right? Is so old. since and his first big contract—I mean, his first big contract was his first contract, I guess. But like realistically, LeBron's really had like a lot of money to play around with since like 2007, 2008. Um, Olympics obviously raises his stardom a bit more than it was before, and so I imagine around that time it was probably in the 25 to 50 range, uh, maybe like okay. a. Yeah, like maybe a oh, hundred here and there, dude. He's not making a million dollar minimum investment. In 2012, he made a million dollar investment in Blaze. But you're, but I'm not saying he doesn't do that. But I'm saying minimum, like some like the minimum he would write. I imagine today it's probably around in the range of 250 to 500. I don't think it's worth his time if he's not writing a million dollar check. 
I no, I can I could be convinced of that, dude. He's so rich. I could be convinced of that. And, but, but here's my follow up question: Do you think he's like a? Think he likes to be hands on? No, but actually, and I'll, wait later we'll talk about Shaq's investment pieces. But I what I gather is if it's something that he's interested in, yes. In my opinion, any one of those um, investments that also comes with like a partnership in terms of image. Like, if you're in the commercials, if you're a spokesperson, then I think he's hands-on because you're part of the brand. Um, But what I gather from what some of these, if you invest in a lot of companies, is your legal team keeps you up to date with what is going on. I imagine his, he has, like, who's his manager? Uh, Well, his his agent is Rich Rich Paul. Paul. I I imagine he has a, like, manager, brand manager. Mm -hmm. He has his agent, Rich Paul. And then I guarantee he has, like, a whole suite of business folk, one of which is probably just to literally be like, hey, LeBron, this is how XYZ investment yeah. is doing, and this is what they potentially might need from you anytime well, soon. Well, okay, so I was going to save it for later, but the reason why I bring that up, and it's exactly what I think is true, is um, we'll talk a little bit about Shaq's investments later, but Shaq, um, I saw this uh, a couple of days ago, he's suing um, this fake weed company that he no invested... Shaq, you're better than that. Well, how, are you, how are you gonna get caught in that? Well, dude? well, dude. So here, just so I can, I can pull up my my notes on that. So Shaq um, invested 150k in 2016, right. right? So this is like an, it may as well be ages ago. That was still, forever ago. Still post playing career. Yeah. So ages ago, he he puts 150k into it. Apparently, the Do you company. Know what it's called? I don't think they ever had a real like. I don't know. Um, but but basically, there was no revenue. There was no business plans, and there was no money invested. Like, they never took any of the money that they got and put it back into the business. And so um, why I bring that up is Shaq had a team of people that follow up with his investments. And so seeing that nothing was happening with this, they immediately were like, well, we're not just going to let this slide. And now they're dropping down the hammer five years later. And apparently the company, quote unquote, whatever you want to call them, is offering to pay Shaq back in $10,000 installments. But they're suing them for 150k, the principal, interest on top of that, and then punitive damages for misleading Shaq. So it could be damages over like a million bucks plus. Misleading Shaq. Dude. Yeah. If they can get to Shaq, why can't real-time sports get to Shaq? Here's my thing. Because we're not in fucking LA. Dude. Um, why, does, why doesn't well, NS Shaq Freedom Cancer talk Shaq to us? Miami. But um, the thing about Shaq, um, his team, how do you think they handled Do you think the guy was like, he probably showed up to their Monday meeting. And he was like, guys, it seems like we're getting fucked. And then they're like, so who's going to tell Shaq? <laughs> and I imagine nobody Shaq's wants to a, be that guy. I imagine Shaq's a benevolent giant, usually really happy, nice guy. But I bet he didn't like hearing that. Don't, don't fuck with my money. No, don't fuck with my money. I mean, 150K, that's not light um, that's for anybody. not light, no. Um, but, but back, back to, to LeBron's empire. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll go back to... Um, Shaq a little later, but do you have anything else on, on LeBron? Any? No, that's all I got. All right, well then, quickly, before I guess we, we circle back around to get back to Shaq, I want to uh, sprinkle in some light NBA news. Um, then I want to talk about a crypto, um, really a DAO, um, opportunity to purchase a team. Um, that's a new thing that's going on. But quick NBA news. Um, DeMarcus Cousins signing to the Bucks. Um, quick take. He will play 15 minutes a game and have one meaningful game in the playoffs. Okay. I think there's nothing wrong with being a journeyman bag chaser. I'm curious how... What's his deal? What's, his, what's the contract? I imagine Vetman. 
What even is that anymore? Like two mil? Probably around, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, pays the bills, keeps the lights on, um, whatever. But I don't imagine him and Giannis will have too much time together on the court, um, in my opinion. But you, you never know. Um, When's the last time he played in the league? Boogie? I feel last year, right? Who was he with? Wasn't he with the Lakers? Or no, Clippers, sorry. I think he, he, was, he, he went Lakers first, did, then the Clippers. He definitely tore his ACL at some point. That was a couple years back. Oh, well, what do I know? Yeah. So in, in, other, uh, <clears throat> in other basketball news also, um, besides Boogie, Michael Porter Jr. getting back surgery, season ending. Um, and I, I, he's certainly had injury woes during his short NBA career thus far. Quick takes. I, that's sad, you know. I think Marco Porter's pretty good. I yeah, like, I like Michael Porter. He's good. At, he's good at hoop. Afraid um, of needles. He's he's another one of those guys though who, in high school, it was like when Andrew Wiggins was in high school, and it was like this guy's like the or when Andrew Wiggins and Jabari Parker were in high school. Oh, take me like, back to those days. I feel like man. Michael Porter had had the same hype. Take me, but yeah, he did. How good were those days? Yeah, dude, I'd be making my uh, my leagues and like it must have been like two K fourteen or two K fifteen. You tank for Wiggins, you, you tank for Jabari. You could have a squad of like it would if you you could have a squad of like Andrew Wiggins, Nerlens when he was supposed to be really Levine, good. Embiid, yeah, the now Harrison just, twins too. Now they're just uh, some regular NBA schmucks. Yeah, you know I think actually Wiggins Wiggins is gonna end up having a great NBA career. I do feel for Jabari, um, but. Wiggins is going to have a solid career. Obviously, he didn't live up to being Maple Jordan, but he's he's not bad. I yeah, think. Yeah, you know he's getting he's getting his bag, and that's really all that matters. Um, and I guess my my last piece, or I guess not last piece, um, Amon Shumpert. He won Dance with the Stars. Amon Shumpert, you know, I actually saw a clip of that. He's not a very good dancer. I would say he's pretty. T- I mean, I don't think anybody who's on there is a good dancer, except for the pros that they dance with. But I give a lot of credit and respect for the amount of. Time and effort probably required to even learn those routines. You know, here's my thing, though. I'm, I'm honestly just surprised Dancing with the Stars is still on TV. You, you're underestimating the uh, suburban demographic no, when they, it comes to network television. They love watching men over six feet tall shake those hips. <laughs> Why aren't we on there? That's all it is. Well, you know, we're not T- stars yet. Dancing with the tech bros. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silicon Valley. Um, and my, my final one, uh, quick take. Ennis Cantor Freedom. Good for him. I'm happy he's an American citizen. He's no longer uh, fearing for his life. <laughs> um, he's a Celtic, so I'll support him, but he is a waste of space. Ennis Freedom Cantor would have sounded way better, but I understand what he's going for. Um, what if what he should have done is just change it to Freedom Cantor? <laughs> Seriously. Or, or Ennis Freedom. Why The, the whole point of changing the name is to change the name, not just add a word. If he had, uh, my opinion is, if he had sat down and had this 30-second conversation we just had, he would have had a better name. Then again, we named our company after the first thing that came to our mind. (laughs) Um, But uh, something that I I had recently um, came across, I'm curious if you've heard about this, but um, I mentioned the Dow. So there's a Dow called Kraus, named after uh, the Bulls guy, Jerry Kraus or whatever, Jerry. Kraus House Dow is looking to buy an NBA team. And so, spoiler alert, they are nowhere near the amount of money necessary. It's the to same type of thing that the people who wanted to buy the, uh, Constitution. the Constitution. Essentially, yeah. So, it's like, end goal, purchase, stake in team. With um, crypto. Yeah. So, they raised four mil 
in NFT sales over a six-day period. Um, so obviously, they are nowhere near where they need to be. Um, but I imagine this thing will compound with time. Um, but they essentially want ownership rights, funding, and governance on the, all those things would be on the chain. Um, they want to purchase majority rights over 50% to a franchise. That's a lot of money. Yes. And so they essentially um, want as much voting rights and as many team strategy and execution um, as possible. And they believe that the fan community would provide the most value add by having final say in the following. And I ripped this from their flight paper or whatever. Um, but they want ownership decisions, um, e.g. buying or selling additional equity, allowing other investors plus new valuations, etc. Team location, approval of key executive hires, GM, VP of ops, head coach, etc. Marketing and events, team uniform, player events, etc. But they don't want a hand in player personnel decisions, contract decisions, or assistant coaching and training staff. I don't think that's too much to ask for. You know, at the end of the day, I think fans should have a have a say in that kind of thing. That was a the big jerseys? piece of their flight. Um, Who cares paper. about if they, they raise the fucking money? Yeah. They, like, I hate the new Celtics jerseys. It's and, a, I, and I guarantee if they had done some crowdsourcing mm-hmm. before minting those things, I'm sure people would have had some words. I imagine there's some behind-the-scenes focus groups that are ran, but I agree. I yeah, mean, I think the, the more people who you involve, probably the, the better process. You'd, you'd probably have some more dedicated fans. The Celtics pigeonhole themselves, though, because there's... I mean, I love the classic look, but it's hard to innovate with that. That being said, there's a lot of um, freelance graphic design people I see all over Twitter who make way better designs all the time. That's the thing, though. I think the Lakers is one of those teams who it's a very traditional design, but their new Nike uniforms look great. Yeah. And, but um, but so that's their their goal. Um, their second approach goal would be a minority ownership with obviously less areas of control. Um, and their third approach would just be a minority decentralized ownership of social tokens. But I read their flight paper, and really their thesis is like the big teams not a chance that they can get involved in this. But they're hoping that there's a small team somewhere that is willing to innovate in this manner. Give it a try. Yeah, I mean, you see Crypto.com and all these things going on. I think that it's an interesting take in the space. I wish them the best. They're certainly a long ways away. Um, But for any of our listeners out there who are curious, it is the Krauss House Dow. All right, there it is. There it is. And and that was was some research. That was some research. That was you looking it in the... Looking in the books. Um, but. but before, I guess, we close with, with Shaq's investment pieces, why don't we talk a little bit of Lincoln Riley? Yeah, Lincoln Riley. What a dog. <sighs> what a dog. You know. He's running he, from the grind. Is, and, I, <laughs> and honestly, good for him. Yeah, so, so Lincoln Riley, he, in an interview after Oklahoma's last game. Who, and just, I guess, some preface. Lincoln Riley is. He's the Oklahoma... Men's or I keep saying men's football. It's obviously men's. It should football. be ladies' football, but but anyway, uh, Lincoln Riley is the Oklahoma head football coach, and in their last in game after the game, he someone asked him a question he was not happy about, and he said they asked him if he would be coaching at LSU because um, coach he, he didn't out. he didn't lie he didn't lie he didn't lie, but he said very confidently, I will not be coaching at LSU, and he basically said fuck you to yeah. the guy. Um, and then about 12 to 16 hours later, it came out that he will be the coach of the University of Southern California. Great job to have. Great job to have. But um, I saw this one tweet. is by Shannon Sharp. And you know how Mike Tomlin was like, there, there's not a blank check mm-hmm. that, uh, that I couldn't, that I, w- I would take to go coach at USC? Lincoln Riley took that. 
check. No, he he he's took it um, he's with no hesitation. Um, I think Dame. I have a lot of respect for Dame for staying in Portland. I really, really do. Um, but there's a lot of fans out there who think Dame should run from the grind. They think that Dame should go, you know, go where the the breeze is blowing breeziest. I don't know if that's a saying. But. Yeah. How how USC lured Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma in twelve hours. Um, on the top, I, I forget well, where, what you just said. Let's finish this Lincoln Riley yeah. thing. So, so Lincoln Riley said he wasn't going to take the LSU job, and then he goes and takes this USC job. Best job in football. Your thoughts? No, I mean, you're pretty much a celebrity over in that area. Great school. And you know what the, the cherry on top really, really is? You don't have to be in the SEC. You do not have to get ran through those teams constantly. Like, imagine how much better sleep my boy Lincoln Riley is going to have knowing that he no longer has to play Georgia. He doesn't have to play Alabama. No more Mississippi. No more Arkansas, for that matter. Honestly, all these teams I would not want to play. Yeah, because this is the last year that Oklahoma is going to be in the Big 12. and he, making the move. And he probably, that was, I mean, imagine that's over 50% of the decision. Besides the warmer weather and the money, it's... He, Wanting to get out of that He's conference. He's avoiding the SEC mayhem. Yep. He um, bails on the realignment. But um, you saw that news on Twitter, I imagine, right? Um, you snuck a Red Bull endorsement in there. But, um, Jesus. Dude, is that the ESPN app? I, I hate those sites that do that. The ESPN app is actually terrible. The iPhone, here's an iPhone product suggestion for those people who are listening. Give me an alert. And this applies to, like, websites, too, because I find this happens to me on websites, too. Like, I get some people might like automatic audio, and it makes a lot of design sense. But for people like me who don't like random noises, give me an alert before a site plays a sound. Especially when you're around people. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, you know, while, while Lincoln Riley is, is escaping the SEC, doesn't have to go up against Bama, Nick Saban has had enough of the uh, Alabama fans. He thinks, he thinks they're self-absorbed. Really? Yeah, he's got well. He's got issues with people complaining that they're not beating teams by forty anymore. They're in more close games, and he brings up a good point. When when he first got there, people people were just happy to win. Gaps are closing, I guess. You know, the gaps are closing. You know, it's a it's sad when a down year for Bama. It's a, it is a down year for Bama and Clemson, but Bama it's a down year, and they're still what ranked fourth in the country. Yeah, but if Bama had lost on Saturday, they would have been done. That was a they went to game. four four overtimes, four zero team, and they were down like ten to three the whole game. I won't lie, I was rooting against them. I'm a Bama fan. Oh. I, got, I got a lot of respect for Nick Saban. I, I, I like him. Certainly got a lot of respect for Saban, but it, there's something about Bama not being in the college football playoffs that I would have been very interested in. Yeah, it's true. I don't know, but I mean, the new the rankings have probably come out. What today? I mean, I think just the, uh, being pushed to four overtimes might be enough to make it shaky. Yeah, I mean, they have one loss, yep. and then they've had, like, three straight close games. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, but, you know, but while we're still on football briefly, um, the Patriots are really good. Best team in football, question mark? I think, that's, I think they're the best team in the AFC. Dude, they're, they're making teams look silly. Veteran defense. Solid quarterback, I guess you could say. Our receivers are playing well. Two backs looking real good in terms is, of run game. Although our last game, we had barely had a rush game at all. Is, but. is Mac Jones the rookie of the year? I think so. That is, those are some words I'd never thought I'd say, that the Patriots will have the rookie of the year. Never thought that would happen. 
I, I mean, the other rookie QBs aren't looking so hot. I mean, dude, I don't know. I don't know if, and correct me if I'm wrong, but when was the last time Boston had the rookie of the year? Didn't have was Tatum wasn't rookie Tatum year. wasn't, and they've never had a good rookie besides him in recent memory. Um, the Patriots sure as hell have never had one. Maybe Red the Sox? Bruins. I don't know. Red Sox. I don't. I don't think so. Let's see. I, mean, um, I don't know about the. Unless Mookie Betts was maybe rookie of the year, but I don't think so. And I, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm honestly not enough informed about the Bruins. Well, let's let's see. Maybe the Revs, but let's, let's see. Now we now emergency. Um, but while, while you're looking that up, semi breaking news: Christian McCaffrey done for the year. I saw that. Um, tough go. Feel for his uh, for his fantasy owners. There's this one guy in my league. Not rookie of the year, Mookie. There's this one guy who who kind of stacked his team all around the fact that he had McCaffrey coming back. Oh, and you're in your league? Yeah, he had a he would have like actually by far the best team if McCaffrey was healthy. But sometimes just not in the cards. Tough also, go. One one little thing that we've haven't mentioned. Cam Newton is not back. No, no. Cam we, Newton is so not back. Real quick, Andrew Raycroft, two thousand four rookie of the year for the Bruins. All right, that's no probably clue the last that one. But um but no Cam Cam, Cam Newton is not back. Five for 20. He had a 6.7 passer rating in the first quarter. And they pulled him, I believe. And they pulled him, yeah. And they, they, got, they got whopped. Growing pains? Mm. No, he's, he's not back. He's just not back. He's just not back. He's, they, they are who we thought they were. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's, it's tough because everybody, I think, wants Cam to succeed. But there's, there's something to be said about getting more chances to go back and just underperforming because I think it's easier for the team, the organization, to be like, you know, we tried it, but it's not working. You're on a very short leash on these, like, second go-rounds and third go-rounds. Um, so I feel for him, but do you he'll bounce you, back. You think he'll start next week? <sighs> yeah, I think he'll start next week. Because I think after that is when Darnold's supposed to come back. Really? Potentially. You know, that would... That'd be the real nail in, in Cam's coffin if if somehow I mean I'm of the camp that like Sam Darnold's kind of done, but let's say hypothetically Cam plays and well enough the next however many weeks, he comes back to the Panthers for camp next year, and then if he gets beaten out again in camp, I don't know if it's Sam Darnold or whoever they, they try and bring in, then he's done. Yeah, and he can hang his hat on a great career. Unfortunate ending, but great career nonetheless. MVP. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to talk about, this is actually deeper in my notes, um, and I still want to talk about Shaq's investments, but there's this trading card company called Alt um, that had raised $131 million in March, and now, maybe I think last week, had just raised a 75, or sorry, sorry, not 131. They raised 31 mil in March. And last week, they raised 75 mil for Series B. Um, so essentially, they're like a collectibles company, collectibles tech company. Um, they want to be in sneakers, watches, and NFTs too, but right now they do uh, sports cards, like Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Pokemon cards. Are like they like new? As a company? Because most of these um, like trading card companies have just been around for a very long time. Yeah, actually, um, I guess uh, emergency research on that. Let's see how long they've been. Well, around. if they're raising money, I imagine they're they're relatively new. Like you're not going to see tops out out raising money. No, soon. yeah. So I I definitely think that these. I think they they launched um, in March. Yep. So what's, when they had raised that thirty one mil is also when they launched. What's so, their shtick? 
So their shtick is, um, you know, one, I think we recently talked about the flip economy. These guys are certainly riding the flip economy. Certified But what, what they do, I think, is kind of cool. So um, in the trading card space, uh, first, you have to have your cards. One, you submit your cards to them. Uh, um, okay. And your cards... Even if, even if I don't have their cards? Yes, it could be any card. Okay. So you, you get your card... Uh, graded by you know one of the trading groups PSA uh, BGS or CGC, um, then they you ship it to a temperature controlled fire protected facility that they call the Fort Knox of cards or whatever, and there like if you sent your cards in and I went on Alt and bought your cards, I would own your card while it's still in the facility, right? And so I think that's their shtick is that ownership of cards can be sent can be exchanged quickly while the card itself is still protected. Oh, so they don't make cards. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. I thought you were saying this was like a brand new trading card no, actual no, no, company. No, 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 but no. Just, Pe- people exchange it's like a cards. It's a marketplace, yeah. That's cool. And so wh- how they make money is they take 1.5% or so of the cards that are exchanged in terms of value, and 99% of cards stay in that vault facility. So Forever? Pe- yeah, until people request them out. And so users can request them out um, if they want to be shipped. But basically, they just hold on your cards in, like, the perfect conditions and then digitally exchange who owns it. That's pretty cool, dude. That is pretty cool. And so um, one thing, that, and they're, they're backed by Giannis, Tom Brady, Alex Morgan, Candace Parker, Marlon Humphreys, and institutionally um, Spearhead, 776, Vibe Capital, Brayer, Shrug, Apollo Projects, Hyper Guap, and A- uh, asterisk, a star, whatever. Um, but they're exploring a new source of revenue of loaning users money with the sports cards as real collateral, since they are the only ones who really have access to what those cards are worth day to day. That's cool. cool. It's kind of like, yeah, no, that's cool. It's like staking, kind of. Yeah, no, it's so, so I know you're a, a card, you're a collectible guy. Yeah, you know, I got some cards sitting somewhere. You should send them to them. And, well, dude, After I, they I, get graded. I certainly don't want, well, dude, I, it's such a hassle to send them to get graded. It takes, because they got, because now sports cards are so big. That it takes like one, it takes forever to get them graded. So yeah. you gotta pay extra for like the expedited. And hypothetically, if I send them a card that like I think has value just by research on eBay, just because it has value as like a PSA 10, which means it's mint, mm-hmm. my card could be like a seven just because there's like something slightly wrong with how it's printed. Yeah. So, but you know, maybe I'll do it just for, for the yeah, sake of it. I, I got some cool cards in there. I, got, like, the I got a bunch of rookies. I got like a Buster Posey rookie, mm. Steven Strasburg, Shit. Chris Sale rookie card. It's like a refractor. Mm-hmm. Dude, I used to be big into fucking. You, you be distraught when they come back to you and they're like five out of ten. Well, that's the thing though. Um, at the very least, they ought to be like sevens yeah. or eights. And they'll I still think. have a value. And they'll still have value. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of how much. But I guess um, while we close out, I've been teasing the Shaq investments because we, we keep talking about them. But I just want to go through um, Shaq's business empire. Um, and obviously, you know, you're open to respond with your quick takes. But um, besides the fake weed debacle, um, Shaq has a lot of money in, um, I guess you could say, boring types of companies, but stable cash flow. So he's got 150 car washes that wow. he owns. Um, which I love. That if I had money, I'd get in the car wash business too. Simple I mean, and easy. You buy car washes and laundromats over and over again. ATMs and gumball machines, baby. <laughs> um, he had 17 Auntie Anne pretzels that he sold. He owns 40 24-hour gyms. Um, he owns a movie theater, a Krispy Kreme, and a big chicken. 
Um, he had 155 five guys, which is over 10% of all five guys. You said he, he had them. Did he sell them? Yep. So he sold them to open up Shaquille's, which is his new restaurant. Um, and then he's been on the Papa John board of directors since 2019. That's embarrassing. He should stop doing that. Well, you know, he, they paid him 4.1 mil, and he owns nine Atlanta locations with 30% stake Papa each. John's has got to they gotta look themselves in the mirrors and realize their pizza just is not good. Have, I haven't had Papa John's. So... A little anecdote. In middle school, every Friday, they'd bring in Papa John's. For lunch? Yeah. Oh. It was pizza day. Well, no. So every one Friday of every month, they would yeah. bring in Papa John's. The other Fridays would just be shitty cafeteria pizza. So they, we would the like, cafeteria pizza hit sometimes, So bro. we would like look forward to this shitty Papa John's pizza. Mm-hmm. And it would like say it on the menu, like, Papa John's pizza. And that, it's like, it's actual cardboard. Damn, I never had it. It's like cardboard worse with than tomato Domino's? sauce. Dude, Domino's is good. Don't say that. Well, I'm just trying to set a scale here. You think it's worse yeah, than Domino's. Yeah, Papa John's is garbage. I never had Pizza Hut either. Maybe I'm thinking of Pizza Hut. Or I both. I mean, they're both I, not good. I, I, I buy it. Um, it's a Pizza Hut, actually. They've shifted to the frozen food market. Really? Yeah, they've, they, apparently they've diverted all their attention, just making sure people buy their frozen pizzas. I can respect that. Like, dude, if you, when was the last time you saw a Pizza Hut commercial to go in and buy something? It's all frozen. Oh, shit, that's a good point. I mean, the only Pizza Huts I ever encounter are the Pizza Hut Taco Bell splits, which are pretty insane. And then, then you throw a KFC in there, you're having a good night. You know, fast food, and it's a, a, a quick diversion, fast food would be so good if it wasn't so bad for you. I mean, obviously, it's good in moderation, but don't you wish you could eat that crap just all day, every How day? How bad is fast food still for you? Because I think there was that phase of, like, supersize me in, like, the early 2000s where everybody was like, yo, fast food is actually so bad for you. But now... People don't really talk about that. So, yeah. like, did it actually get better? No, I mean, I think they certainly ramped up their health um, initiatives to try to be healthier overall. You certainly don't hear so much about the health scares. They've certainly shrank their portion sizes, still way bigger than other countries. Um, but regardless, I just think um, it's not so much the food, but it's, like, the sodium, it's the cholesterol. It's like, the you shouldn't be eating that crap every day. And there's something to be said, you know, don't eat a burger that's been frozen for 30 days. That's right. why well, you get it fresh. The, the preservatives fresh, or whatever. Fresh, not frozen. Um, but he, Shaq, also invested early in vitamin water, um, which was sold for $4.2 billion in 2007. Um, acquired, he also invested early in muscle milk, which was inv- uh, acquired by Hormel for $450 mil in uh, 2014. Didn't say how much he invested, but surely he walked away with some money. Um, he bought two to four percent of the Kings in 2013 when it was valued at 530 mil. He sold his stake when it was worth 1.8 bill. Um, so you know, fat payday there. Um, he's partnered with two separate betting platforms, PointsBet in Australia and WinBet in the U.S. Um, and he can partner with both because they operate in different countries. Um, Authentic Brands Group owns the rights to the Shaq brand, so they also own Marilyn Monroe, Sports Illustrated, and Elvis. But basically, anything Shaq is run by them, which I don't really get what that means, but yeah. I mean, I think like they own his name, image, and likeness, Dude, more is, or less. Is Shaq, a, is Shaq a billionaire? I don't think so. There's like no... Dude, the only billionaire athlete is like LeBron and he's, Tiger Woods. He's sneaky, could, but I don't know. He made like 400 mil in his playing career. Like, he made a stupid amount of money. I, kn- I do know he like spent racks, though. Yeah. Early in his career, he like didn't give a fuck. He'll probably make his way to billionaire dumb. Um, he invested in Ring, like the door security thing in 2016. Dude, those guys made so much money when they sold to Amazon. Exactly. So they sold for a bill, and he got in at 200 mil. 
Um, and he invested in Google Series A in 1999. No way. Okay, that's cool. Good yep. for Shaq. At a hundred mil valuation, now Alphabet, which owns Google's, you worth know, 1.89 good for trillion. Shaq. Good for Shaq. Yeah, I'm happy for him on that one. Yeah. Um, and then that's that's pretty much it. That rounds it out for for today. And then quick news, like you said, McCaffrey's out for the season. Paige Buchers just signed a Gatorade. But that's what we one got. One more thing um, that a lot of people might not know about: the NBA or not the NBA, the MLB is like might have a lockout. Not that anyone cares, but I got some takes about. I got some. I got some things to say about the MLB. One, it's free agency, and you might have not known that. No, like that is one of the. Fun well, I, I saw. I, I saw some some teams being some players being shuffled around. But like that's the thing with the MLB. Like every other sport, there's such drama around like free agency. But the MLB, it's like oh, it's just like this like weird nonchalant period where like some players get signed, and there's the winter meetings, which nobody knows what happens there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, if the MLB was smart, they would just, like, capitalize on the fact that there's so many MLB players getting a lot of money. Because it's not like the NFL where there's a lot of player movement, but it's small portion deals. Yeah. In the MLB, it's a lot of player movement, and they're all for, like, fat numbers. Yeah. That are, like, headline type of numbers. And they just, like, don't capitalize on it on at all. And the fact that I didn't know until today that there's a potential lockout, like, come on. Throwbacks to 1999, huh? No, 94. 94, 94, 95 was the last last lockout. Yeah. I, I don't understand how lockouts in sports ever happen. The same thing with the federal government. Just figure something out. Yeah, but I guess uh, on that note, um, yeah, I had no clue about b- baseball, but I'd say overall, good pod. We good we pod. we definitely talked a lot about some stuff. Um, there will be some some more stuff to chat about next time. All right, have a good one, everybody. Crawling back to where we last left our love.